It's Operation Babble with Mike Shrews. It's pop culture, music, movies, TV too. It's time to explore life. It's Operation Babble time. Another day. <laughs> Another episode of WandaVision. Hey. Yeah. We got to rhyme it somewhere. somewhere. How you been doing to uh, this last week, Tivis? Well, since Netflix got rid of well, the majority of the Power Rangers, I've actually watched a ton of shit. Oh, that's official now, right? Yeah. And um, which ones are left on there now? Just like well, three? Uh, no, not even that. We got season one of Mighty Morphin. They didn't even leave us all three of those. What? Uh, what? Uh, Ninja Steel is available in other countries, not the U.S. And uh -huh. then there's Beast Morphers, the newest one. And all the other Saban shows are gone, too. And now does, does Netflix still have... Or no, they never had Next Mutation, did they? So you couldn't watch like that side-by-side side with... Uh, what was it? Galaxy? Or Space. Space. Yeah. That was a... I like that crossover. That was a mm -hmm. fun one. So. Oh, it's not not official it's different turtles according to some fans different turtles because like what the, the whole the next like, mutation so the next mutation is supposed to be different turtles than the whatever ones in power rangers which is bullshit it's the same fucking one they're the exact <laughs> they even same. have venus i think yeah they it's a full-on crossover what how it is so they like the turtles from space, but they didn't like the ones them in Next Mutation, even though they're the same fucking costumes. Mm hmm. That makes no sense. I know. <laughs> makes... What? And they acted almost the, the exact. They did act the same from what I recall, besides when they were um, being controlled and being evil. You yeah. Know, spoilers yeah, but... for a show that's like 20 some years old. <laughs> You know, the next mutation wasn't exactly beloved at the time of its airing. Which, yeah. if you're still salty about that, there's a really awesome crossover comic with Boom and IDW. I highly recommend it. Mm. I liked, I liked uh, Next Mutation. Um, I mean, clearly, I have a Venus de Milo background, which we didn't even discuss. We were gonna get into Next Mutation. It just kind of happened. That's crazy. Um. I kind of liked Next Mutation. I bought it when it uh, was released on DVD and everything. Did you uh, did you put a bid in to buy that horrifying costume that was on sale? What was it last year? No, no. the decaying one that that's decaying. Yeah, no. Give you nightmares. They um, I would love to see them like bring Next Mutation back and do like kind of a crossover with the Arrowverse with it. Be awesome. It was a lot campier, of course, than the Arrowverse, but they were all shot in Canada, so hey. Yeah. Um, no, I, I enjoyed the show. It was weird because you're kind of like, well, when does this take place in the Turtle-verse of like mm -hmm. movies and stuff? Because they do have the subway train from the uh, uh, second and third film that they had in the movies is in the TV show. And then, Are those supposed to be connected, or is it, they just trying to make them look similar? There's no way that they're connected because they bring Shredder back. Yeah. Uh, or or Rokusaki uh, back f 
as like a, I believe he's like a homeless guy who lost all of his memories or some shit in that one. Oh, so uh, Thor's dad. Basically. Yeah. So they, uh, but they created like the, the, I think it was the dragon emperor for that show is what it was. It was like their big main bad guy. Yeah. That, that is one of the few, that and Mystic Knights of Tiranog, I have not seen since they originally aired, like, mm. anything. Yeah. We were watching through uh, Next Mutation, me and the kids, uh, probably about a year or two ago, but we need to get back to it, because I, I want to dive really deep into it. We were watching but when it was streaming, I think it was on Netflix streaming, or Amazon, or one of those services that we had at the time. Uh, before all the services came about. Um, and uh, we were watching it on there, and they seemed to enjoy it because it's very campy. It's very... I can understand why people, like, older Turtle fans at the time did not like mm-hmm. it whatsoever. Especially after watching the live-action movies that we got. I mean, you go from the first movie to the second movie, there's a massive, like, tone shift anyways. So I'm like, if you you could deal with that, then why can't you deal with this? And then eventually when they did a... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going down a Turtles thing. I need to get out of it. But eventually when they did the, the TMNT Forever cartoon when Nickelodeon first bought them, um, mm-hmm. they actually had like a giant screen which showed the multiverse, the Turtleverse, if you will. Of, they didn't uh, one of the it. later shows have a crossover with that original cartoon? Yeah, uh, not the original cartoon, but the first Nickelodeon one. The well, the Turtles Forever did the crossover with um, the 2000 Turtles, and then the like the 90s Turtles, and then they Their had prices. yeah, and then they had the noir Turtles from like the comics, the black and white, and then which are brutal as fuck. Yeah, they are. Um, but on the screen, they had, like, pictures of different iterations of Turtles. They even had fan art of Turtles on there as, like, it's its own universe of Turtles, which is pretty cool. And then, of course, Next Mutation was up there. Each individual movie clip had had something up there. So it was pretty cool to see them, like, open that, which is a good thing they did that. Because when they did that, and then those new movies came out that uh, uh, Michael Bay's company produced... People yeah. were like complaining this and that. I'm like, I actually am fine with it because it's a whole nother universe. It's not like mm-hmm. it's supposed to be in the same universe or anything like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're not that g- super great, but they weren't horrible. I enjoy them. You know, I got to see Krang and Bebop and Rocksteady in live action. You fucking kidding Shame me? Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the other dude was uh, uh, the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. The fat oh, neighbor from Malcolm oh. in the Middle. I forget his name. He lost a ton of weight, though, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He lost he's a, a ton. He's a funny guy. I like him when he shows up and stuff. Yeah. I don't think he's been a mainstay in anything in a while, but... Mm, no, I don't think so. But I think the other one what you were talking about was the recent, like the 2012 versions of the TMNT cartoon did a crossover again with the 90s TMNT universe. Gotcha. So it was like that weird like 3D CG uh universe mm. that they had that they crossed yeah. over with the originals. Um they got like a Jimmy Timmy. Yeah, 
they got some of the original voices to come back because uh, the guy who plays, who is it, Yak or uh, Wacko on Animaniacs plays Raphael. So, really, I yeah, didn't know that. or in the original series, and he came back in the 2012 series and voiced. I I think it was no Leonardo was Jason Biggs. I think he voiced Donatello. It was one of the two. He didn't come back as the same character, but yeah, yeah, he's he voices a lot of characters. And if if you guys don't know who who that is, uh, oh, what is his name? Uh, is it something Polson. Um, the voice of Wacko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, f- I always forget his first name. Um, I got. Go yeah, Jess Harnell. Okay, so then that then it's Yakko. Yakko. I I always confuse the two. Yeah, because Wacko's the crazy brother and what? Yeah. Robert Frederick Paulson the third. Yeah, Rob Paulson, Robert Paulson. Um, he voices a lot of different characters and a lot of different things. <laughs> oh yeah, he's what Carl from Jimmy Neutron, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. Uh, Spike from The Land Before Time. You remember those movies? He was in. He was. I mean, did Spike? Spike didn't talk. Did he? It. That's a good question. Was he like the one that was a dog? Spike didn't. Yeah, he didn't talk. He just he groaned and grunted and stuff. Uh, oh, he was the mask in that series. Hmm. Wait, the mask in, like. The Jim yeah, Carrey animated series one? Well, that wasn't yeah. Jim Carrey? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Which is weird. you think he would have voiced Ace Ventura, too, but I guess not. Yeah, I always thought that was weird, because, like, Jim Carrey's movies kept getting cartoons. I was like, why is that not the same guy doing the, the voice? It would have made sense. Or, like, even the same animation for, like, the character, because it's like... You're you're portraying the same freaking actor. Why are we not doing this? It was weird. Oh, he's from Detroit, so he's pretty much a yep. local guy to me. Yeah, he's a Detroit he was. boy. <laughs> well, you, you used to. <laughs> Once Detroit, always Detroit. Let's just go there. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, he he's a pretty cool voice actor. I like listening to him. He's the one that's created that whole. Uh, uh, the, the 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 states song that they do in the Animaniacs. Oh, they yeah, die the from... most beloved songs. Yeah. So, and he does. He's been doing different ones too recently. So, yeah, he's a really cool guy, and he's played the Ninja Turtle. So, two Ninja Turtles now, I believe. Um. So yeah, the only Ninja Turtle show I can't really talk on is the newest iteration. Uh, I don't even recall what it is i have all the action figures to it hanging on my wall downstairs but i don't recall what that one was called it was like they got mystic powers or some shit like that your boys Um, didn't get into it they we don't really watch a lot of like nickelodeon stuff um so power rangers is what that's where power rangers airs yeah, well, we don't watch it live. <laughs> I don't either. So. RTV is either like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, now Disney Plus, or we're watching Impractical Jokers, which comes back on this week. It will be 
a day before this podcast drops. So tomorrow, I believe, for us, for me and you. And for people that don't know, we record on Wednesdays, generally. That is today, yes. At, 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 the, at this time, anyways. It might change. And then we record it early in the morning, so anywhere between 8.30 to 10, we start recording. So Yeah. Sometimes so, we go until noon with those longer ones. Yeah. So so that that might be why sometimes you hear us stuttering or... Or just sounding super fucking tired because sometimes we don't sleep at night. <laughs> As I got we... about five. What's that? Like I said, I got about five hours. That's that's a lot more than some of us, Tivis. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to brag or anything. Uh, go have some kids already, damn it! No. <laughs> I wish that on me. You'll you'll be praising those five hours of sleep. Um, all right, so what we got on the docket today, man, I have uh, one thing I wanted to well, bring before up. Before we go any further, oh, yeah, I yeah. want to shout out um, Mitch Angel Watches. You know, uh, He commented on last week's episode on YouTube. All right. Uh, he's been saying he's been recommending it to people, and we Ooh, really nice. appreciate that. Thank you. So I kind of wonder, does he have any videos on his thing that we could watch? It doesn't or... look like it. It looks okay. like just like me his account is just to watch you know videos that are works uh, for his name then i guess mitch angel watches so that works thank you mitch thank you very much for that comment and for letting other people know to be aware of us um yeah that really helps yeah i oh now my back kills me (laughs) so um all right from that note Please leave some comments, everybody, and let us know what you think, whether you're on a YouTube or on a podcast service. It definitely lets us know what we're doing right or wrong. So Or email us. Or email us at operationbabble at outlook.com. Let us know what you like, what you don't. All right. So, um, yeah, I watched a crap ton of stuff this week. Again, or this week. Did you? Yeah, I... I we finished the middle, the last four okay. episodes of that. Oh, man, I wish so bad the spinoff would have been picked up by ABC, but <laughs> they passed, so hopefully someone else does. I love these characters. Yeah. Uh, we finished, we had The Runaways came out like two years ago the last season. Mm-hmm. We watched half of it when it came out, half of it last summer. And then watch the finale this weekend. So we were a little lost, but <laughs> so that uh, we finished the, that show. That's the Marvels one, right? Marvel Runaways. Yeah. Okay. Marvels Runaways. Yeah, yeah, it's uh in the MCU and it has crossover with um the freeform show uh Cloak, Cloak and, and Dagger. Dagger a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh obviously, you know, those shows aren't too connected, but we also I watched the finale of A Shield finally. Did you? I have not watched that season at all yet. Well, we watched the first episodes, I should say, and then we got sidetracked with everything else going on. That final season, it pretty much became a mirror to uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, that's what I had heard. So, um, I really, but with a bigger really budget, probably, <laughs> or about the same. Probably about the same. <laughs> Disney wasn't throwing money at their shows yet. Yeah. Awesome, man. Um, we also tried uh, Mr. Mayor. 
which is the new Tina Fey show. And uh, out of all the new shows we tried, that's the only one I liked. So wait, Mr. Mayor is is what? As you said, it's, new uh, Tina, Tina Fey show. Yeah, it's got Ted dancing, uh, Bobby. Oh God. Moynihan from SNL and how, Holly Hunter. How do you consider that a Tina Fey show? Because it's created by Tina Fey. Oh. Well, I would just say it's a Ted Danson show. <laughs> like, who the fuck cares about who created this stuff? It's about well, the I main actor. I generally enjoy the, all the stuff she's created so far. I mean, 30 Rock. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. I was really hoping that... Um, like my kid said it, my uh, my oldest kid said it, and it, it made sense. Mr. Mayor could have been a really cool spinoff from uh, Good Place. Good Place, because then you're seeing him living his life and doing something, and yeah. Oh yeah, that's. It it would have been a make really cool. To that. She's real good about that. She's the one who. Um... Uh, did the Chuck? Uh, it's because of her that I knew Ch- uh, Chuck Lore did the TMNT from the Kimmy Smith. Yeah. Yep. Everybody knew uh, he did TMNT though. That's like the biggest one that he did. <laughs> I did. Uh, but I was I was wrong. I forgot about Resident Alien premiering last week, and holy crap, dude! You you gotta watch this show. Yeah. It is. It's on my to do list. I just have not gotten to it. I we've been uh. We've been watching some um, Dexter. We we finished up season four last night of that, and oh, so what's considered the good part? The best season of Dexter, and uh, we uh, like it's my. This is probably my fourth time watching the series all the way through, um, and this is my wife's first time. So mm-hmm. after that season ended, like after the finale of that season. She just like sat there in awe and was like questioning and thinking and was like, that's fucked up and like going through all the emotions. And and I was just like counting the minutes of like how long she was doing it for. And then she woke up this morning still talking about it. I was like, see, now that, you know, is a good show then if it's Mm -hmm. doing that to someone who generally doesn't give two shits about you know a lot of movie stuff and she probably hears a lot from me anyways and it's just like oh shut the fuck up already so i was like see now that that means it's something good you know uh i don't see her do that much with a whole lot of shows at least uh to that extent so that was pretty cool I think we're taking a break though from the till the to watch the fifth season for a while, um, because we did watch two seasons back to back, and we usually just uh, watched. Yeah, you don't want to get burnt out, right? Well, we usually watched like one season, took a break, another season, took a break. But when we did that before, we watched one season of Dexter, and then or no, we watched Dexter after we watched You on Netflix. Which is about another serial killer. <laughs> and I was like, we need breaks like between these things. Because otherwise you're going to start getting messed up in the head. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so we're taking a break from that. So we'll probably, of course, we have WandaVision that we'll be discussing a little bit here. 
but uh, we're watching that, and then um, we are diving in. Well, I will probably dive into like Resident Alien, uh, and Practical Jokers coming back, which isn't really a diving into show. It's new just one, a I think, right? It's a new one. Yeah, and that's it's premiering this month Tom- tomorrow. Tomorrow, I believe. Oh. I believe it's tomorrow. That's what I said earlier too. Okay, so I'm, everyone listening to this, it came out. It started yesterday. the day before you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I, that's what I I, I believe because they are marketing and stuff right board. now. So, um, yeah, I believe it's tomorrow. If not tomorrow, so then next Thursday. Really want to see how they're pulling this season off. Me too. I'm very curious because they live in New York. If people don't mm-hmm. know, Impractical Jokers live in New York. And this season that they just did, they shot during this pandemic. And if you're not aware of an Impractical Jokers show, a lot of it has to deal with getting in people's personal bubbles. <laughs> um, your space. You're not social distancing. You're trying to make people feel awkward. Or you're making yourself look like an ass, basically. Uh so I'm very curious to see how well they they do these the season or episodes that they did shoot. I'm not sure how many they shot or got in, um, because especially during the pandemic, I'm like, I wonder like how many people like got pissed off at some of the stuff they possibly did. But I think they're pretty smart guys to know their boundaries of what they can and can't do, and being yeah. in New York where like things are really really bad. Um, still, I don't think that they went past those boundaries. Plus, I'm sure True TV would have like canned them if they did, because they don't want that bad rap on them. Oh, yeah. Their producer appears on a lot of the. He got his own like spinoff show for a bit, mm-hmm. not his about him, but you know, talking about Impractical Jokers, yeah. and he appears in a lot of, you know, after the show segments, uh, talking to him, and he yeah. seems like a pretty smart guy. He won't let him do anything too stupid. No. No. And well, they all seem pretty smart about it. I mean, they, just to keep entertaining everybody, if you guys don't, don't know them again, just look up the Impractical Jokers. I know some people. The Tenderloins is what they go tenderloins, by. Tenderloins. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, to keep creating content for fans and for people during the pandemic, they dis- designed an entire show, basically like a Zoom conversation dinner party. It, call- it was called Impractical Jokers Dinner Party. And it was very entertaining to just watch them. You you wouldn't think it'd be entertaining to just watch a bunch of, you know, four dudes just sitting around talking and eating food. Uh, about Talking about shit that we don't even care about, really, too. It's just like, you know, they, they make jokes about it, though. So it's it's fun. Um and a lot of inside jokes if you've watched the shows throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what made I think what makes uh dinner party cool and the fact that they're actually trying to go out and still create something for us to have some enjoyment during these times and stuff like that was really cool. They, they all have other jobs like they're, yeah. they're you know they're just not not getting paid during all this. They you know they just enjoy Right, you know, creating content for us. Well, yeah, I mean, um, several of them, I believe, Joe Gatto and Murr both write books. Uh, they're both authors, I I believe. Um, Quinn, Brian Quinn, he, uh, which is he does a lot with uh, Smodcast and stuff. Yeah, he works with the guys over at uh, 
I don't think they call it Viewski anymore, so it's just Smodcast. But he does the uh, Tell Him Steve Dave podcast. He has his own uh, liquor company now. Which um, the uh, the Steve Dave one has people from Comic Book Men. Yeah, it's uh, um, Brian Johnson and um, Walt Flanagan are the other two members of Tell Him Steve Dave. I, I should not know that, but I've been watching Comic Book Men, and I just watched the episode where Brian Quinn was actually allowed to be on Comic Book yeah, Men. Yeah, the cameo. The one time. Um, <laughs> For a split second. Yeah. Uh, well, no, he was in the whole episode. They did a whole was episode he? with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. The only time I saw him was when they were having the movie premiere at the comic book store. No, this was a comic bo- uh, comic sh- uh, show that they did at the comic book store. Um, so he got to MC. So apparently he's been on the show twice then. Okay. Um, but he, he does that. And then Sal does, well, Sal used to use, own his own bar, Sal Volcano. Mm-hmm. And now he does, he does stand up by himself, solo stand up along with the stand up that the four do together as the tenderloins. He's um, got a YouTube channel. I YouTube, forget what it's called. He's doing uh, different podcasts, and then he does oh this new show that I've become addicted to watching. Like usually, I just listen to podcasts. I don't watch them, but it's funny just to see his, his their reactions on uh, this show. And it is on. Uh, they debate food, right? Yeah, it is called Taste Buds pod taste bud pod so the youtube channel that that's on and i'm totally not getting paid for this i promise <laughs> is uh is no fresh network but it's no fresh yeah no fresh network no and then p-r-e-a-s-h network and you go on there and it's him and the other dude and they're talking like bacon versus sausage Oreo versus a uh, chocolate chip cookie, shit like that. There's so and, much fun. Yeah. So much. And he fun. does a second podcast that's also available on that same YouTube. Yes, it's. Uh, um, I haven't really watched too much of that one though. Hey, babe, and hey that's babe. with uh, uh Chris. I forget Chris, what Chris's other name is, but um, I don't. I haven't watched that one. I find I the food one very entertaining though. Practical, right? No. Uh, no, oh, no. there were there were guys crew. like he's done stand up with on the road and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but man, yeah, it, the the food one alone is just entertaining as hell. Even if you don't know they, yeah. the guy, like it's they, still entertaining. Uh, they they put up clips, so if you don't want to watch the whole thing, yeah, and uh, they're hilarious to watch, just even out of context. Yeah, yeah, I think I started sending that stuff to you, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I sat down and like I clicked on one and I was just like, I am literally watching a video about two grown men arguing about what cookie is better. Uh, Chips Ahoy versus Oreo. Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, what am I doing with my life right now? Anyway. <laughs> but that's the Impractical Jokers. I, I really uh, enjoy their content and I enjoy that they are not – they they – haven't seemed to be anyways assholes in the public eye anywhere that's come out so that's always a bonus too when you have four dudes that can make dick and fart jokes and still aren't considered assholes anywhere so yeah um i don't want to burst your bubble but uh sal was on 
only a New York podcast that my wife listens to, and yeah. she said he came off as kind of pretentious, but oh yeah, he's still totally pretentious. Not as bad as it could yet. <laughs> I mean, we we know people that are pretentious that have been on this show too, so it's not like I'm worried about pretentious people. Sometimes I can be very pretentious. So, oh um, yeah, but he's also the germaphobe, so yeah, yeah, I think yeah that might go hand in hand a bit too. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh, did you ever uh, watch the Impractical Jokers movie? Oh yeah, I that was the last that. thing we watched before theaters got shut down. Yeah, we we got to see that in theaters. That was pretty fun. Uh, I read some reviews on it, and a lot of the people were like, "Oh, it's just like four dude bros getting together." Or no, their exact review was, "It's four white dude bros just getting together." I'm like, yeah, "Sal's They're not already together. Sal's not <laughs> Caucasian though. He's he's uh uh like Cuban or something, like part Cuban or some shit." I'm like, "You should probably get your facts straight before you start tossing that around." And and they're already together, so already yeah. the review is flawed. Yeah, and uh, and and plot to that movie. So. A lot of it has to do. It's like at that point to that reviewer, I'm just like, well, you're definitely not their target audience, because their target audience for that movie, anyways, are people that watch the show. Because oh, yeah. to to get more enjoyment out of that movie, it's better to watch the show because there's a lot of inside jokes within the film. For sure. I I don't think that movie was designed to bring in new audience. Maybe bring no. back some of the old. And I'm really want to rewatch season five because of that movie because they keep referencing it as the worst season they've ever done. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what happened? Like, I googled it. I was like, what? Why was season five so bad? And I think it was uh, oh, what was it? It was supposed to be because of um one of the producers had just started or just left. I forget which it is. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Is it is the inside joke anyways. So oh. yeah. Oh, um, which is a stellar spinoff. <laughs> right. But anyways, enough of impractical jokers, enough of teenage mutant Ninja turtles, enough of voice actors who are awesome. I love you, Rob Balson. Um, <laughs> Uh, I wanted to share with you something. Uh, a independent musician has been at number one in the iTunes charts um, oh. for almost a week now. It, 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 the song dropped on f- the previous Friday. So it will be a week by the time this podcast drops. So if it's still at number one, that's ridiculously crazy. Um, his Is it right now? Did you check? Uh, yes, it is still um, right now, I believe. Yeah, I was pulling up the charts. Yeah, to... check that right now, just in case I'm an ass. Um, but it had beat out people like uh, uh, Ed Sheeran, shit like that. Um, so I found that very interesting as an independent artist to be able to do so without a label, without anything like that. And this artist is uh, Tom McDonald. He's a Canadian um, artist who actually does all of his work in the states. So all he he lives in the states, but he does. Uh, so of course, most of his music is about the states because that's where he's living and seeing all the shit. Um, and the song is called "Fake Woke," and this song it like epitomizes like so much of the internet. <laughs> it's like. It's so, crazy. 
nothing is loading for me. Yeah, mine isn't so, loading no. either. Uh, iTunes is apparently down. <laughs> Let's see if I can pull it up on my computer. Yeah. Um. Charts. So, he uh. He was on Fox News too for this video. Um, he got pulled on oh, to no. they they did a did they they did a piece on it and then I believe he um he was pulled into Ooh. an interview on there as well. You all right? Yeah, I just tried to search for it and it's like my computer goes, nope, can't find it. I got it right here. Oh wait. Why is it trying to okay, he's that? still number one in the top ten for U.S. charts. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, underneath him is uh, a bunch of people I don't know. <laughs> Justin Bieber's on there. He's number seven. Number I know him. Seven. Yeah. Uh, Dua Lipa. My wife likes her. Ed Sheeran. I heard of him. Yeah, he's the. Uh... Are we allowed to say ginger guy? Because is ginger like a yeah, bad that's thing? <laughs> <laughs> but that's him. <laughs> um, but yeah, the song's called Fake Woke. Uh, if you guys haven't heard of it, go out and find it. It's called Fake Woke by Tom McDonald. I really just, even if you don't agree with every single thing this dude says, I think it's fucking awesome that independent artists can do something like that. Like you yeah, take all the yeah, political shit aside and stuff like that, it's really cool to see an indie artist do that. And, and it's um, it, it's it's actually was listening to a uh, fake doctor's real friends the the Scrubs thing. They mm-hmm. were talking to um, shit. What was his name? Anyway, he's uh, the guy was talking about how a lot of you know people who don't have deals with labels are able to get out there more because of the streaming even though they're losing yeah. money because of it like streaming is not good if you like an artist buy cds uh <laughs> yeah yeah well he does uh i know tom mcdonald does sell cds directly um through his website and all of his merch and shit like that uh i usually just buy like a single here or there because i don't have a cd player anymore <laughs> so joshua raiden was who they were joshua talking raiden okay yeah, but buying CDs, uh, buying from the artist directly rather than going to like an iTunes or something definitely helps the artist out a lot more. Um, oh, yeah. iTunes takes a little bit of cut, but when you're independent, you only have to worry about like your distributor taking a cut. You don't have to mm-hmm. worry about your label taking a cut as well. Um, and they don't make shit for streaming music. Yeah, no. Uh, and um, and also when you get streamable music. Uh, they can change it whenever the fuck they want. <laughs> so if you like a certain lyric and then they cut it out like, you know, a day later or some shit. Um, Who was it? I think it, I think it might've been, I'm not a hundred percent on this, but I think it was Kanye that released a beta of an album. A beta? Like, yeah. Like, like a test? It, it was unfinished. And then he released the whole thing, and there was like the songs were completely changed. So if you bought a digital version, it was it was gone. But if you bought the album, it's like I don't know if it was Kanye or not, but it sounds like some weird shit he would do. do. 
Uh, so if you have that album, it's like it just that music doesn't exist anymore because he recorded over it. That's crazy. I've never heard of that. Whoever did that, if it was Kanye, I can understand. But any other artist, I'm not sure if I could understand it. <laughs> Maybe Tool, but I don't. I, I'm pretty sure it was not them. No. Um. Because they're pretty artistic with their stuff. Yeah. I mean, for years he refused to even go streaming because he's like, it's an album. You're supposed to listen to the story from beginning to end. And people are like, well, when you do concerts, you play them out of order. And he's like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, really, the only reason to put your CD in, I guess, in any specific order would be if like one song flows right into the next. Like sometimes you'll have a song where the end instrumental is starting to flow and you can flow it directly into the next and you don't even know you changed mm -hmm. tracks unless you're listening to them by themselves. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, who doesn't use shuffle anyway? Mm, it, it depends on the album or the mood I'm in. I've started to just start creating playlists. You know, here's my I need to think uh, album or, you know, basically the mixtape of the 2000s or the 2020s or whatever we're in now. <laughs> the 21st century's mixtape. <laughs> oh. Buck Rogers. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 25th century. Yeah. Is it 25th or 26th? Oh, it might be 26th. Because I think it was 2,500, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I thought that was really cool. thought I'd share that with the audience. Um, I do listen to some of Tom McDonald's stuff. It doesn't mean I agree with every single fucking thing he says. Same thing with Eminem. I don't agree with everything he says. Same thing with any artist. I don't agree with what they all say. But the, if you can bump to their music, it's pretty cool. <laughs> So uh, no, it's always great when an indie person gets, you know, out there. Yeah, definitely. I, and and growing up in the indie circuit and, and still knowing people running the indie circuit of music side, mm -hmm. um, it, it's always something I'm like, I share that information with them. I'm like, hey, I know you probably don't like this artist, but you should look into how they're doing this and this and this because mm -hmm. they're clearly working the system in some way that's helping them um, just by knowing what fans might like i mean grand with with uh, uh tom mcdowell he might be saying things purposefully to get like uh i want to say clickbait but it, it works if that's the algorithm usage he wants to do it works you know and uh it it gets you the views it gets you the the publicity that you need so um i don't know if he's ever even been offered a deal like a real deal or not and then so I can't say, speak on that, but, uh, I mean, even, um, ICP, yeah, ICP insane clown posse, they just created their own lo lo uh, label. They did everything by themselves for themselves. I still don't think that they're part of any big label that I am aware of. So, um, they just have their own label and they sign other artists to their label now. So they've become kind of like the small, big label for that. I think it's a, uh, Oh, what is their label called? Twisted something or another. I, I forget it's out in Detroit. So, um, or it used to be head headed in Detroit. 
You looking at Psychopath Records? Oh, Psychopath. Yes. Why am I thinking Twisted? I, I was probably thinking of an album. <laughs> Twisted Clown. Maybe that's what I was Twisted thinking. Twisted Sister. Of. Twisted Sister. There we go. They're they're all a little twisted. Um, but yeah, so I I really enjoyed that, and and I always think if people can do that with music, you you know. And there's been plenty of proven points, too, of independent filmmakers doing the same thing. Um, Some of them sell out really fast. (laughs) Some of them don't. So it just depends on uh, those artists as well. We don't talk music a whole lot. No, we don't. I'm very anti-label. Yeah. I know that they help these artists get out there and well-known, but the fact that they curate their music to fit at whatever is popular at the time mm-hmm. annoys the hell out of me well, well they <laughs> that's why uh metallica and a bunch of other bands from the 80s bought their music outright because they're no we're sick of doing what you're telling tell us to do yeah did it work out for metallica that's up for debate but <laughs> <laughs> well they 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 not only like tell their artists what to do what not to do and you know all this other bullshit, but like, you know, they're like, well, you're, you're not getting enough heat this year. Maybe you should do something like ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe you should just chill out and shit like that. So, and, like, and you uh, see it a lot with younger talent too. You can see uh, when they're uh, being uh, taken advantage say, uh, of Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife really likes her pop, you know, you know, uh, dance, you know, lively music, but all she's released lately are these slow, slow or sad flow. <laughs> uh yeah like uh it's just not well they all picked know. up for, uh that that um style that like billy eilish fucking does and oh, every God. because they're the labels are like this fucking sells you're gonna do what she's doing with this we're gonna flood the market so people get sick of it yeah it's 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 rush it, it, or it's rush it's it's horrible <laughs> what the fuck do i yeah, say that's what rush? they did to the the metal bands they the one was it one uh Nirvana was the one that ended it, but there was a metal band that released a slow, like love song kind of thing, and it mm-hmm. it doesn't fit any of their music at all. But it got really popular, and all of a sudden the labels are like, "All right, you all have to do this now." And they're yeah. like, "No." Yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> and it's the same thing with you know the thing too with big labels is your and I see it with YouTubers even nowadays, which is sad. Mm-hmm. It's like all the product placement. It's like your music video, your rap music video has to have this beat pill in it because we need a close up of the beat pill. I'm like, it has nothing to do with what we're we're saying in this song. I'm talking about like losing the love of my life and you want to put, you know, a a beat speaker in my fucking video that you're going to pan across because they do. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those, Mm -hmm. but they'll just like pan across it and get this perfect thing with the logo. And I'm like, this is such shit. And people it's, it's not like we don't see it. Like even everyday normal people understand what they're doing. I would hope anyways. Yeah. There, I'm, I'm sure there is like a group of people that don't get how marketing works, but still it's like, Come on. I see uh, what you're doing and it's annoying me. <laughs> what's funny is that that goes into a news story I heard this week yeah. with uh 
007. Did you hear about this? The reshoots? No. I thought they were they 100% have... done with that. Oh, they are. But the uh, product deal they have with Nokia and a couple other things is that it ha- they are supposed to have the latest model of technology. The hit movie has been delayed so long they have new products. <laughs> so they have to go reshoot the scene. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, are they get are they at least getting paid extra? Probably not. I don't know. Probably not. It doesn't stay. It doesn't stay because if it's part of the original contract, it's mm-hmm. not Nokia's fault that they delayed the film. It's their fault because they could have put it out anywhere already. That's fucked up. That's genius on Nokia's part. Like, hey, uh, so we have like ten new products now. <laughs> like, here's the new model. Can you put this in here? I wonder if they're reshooting the scenes or if they're going to um, just digitally put them in. They're doing both. It said some of the stuff like the phone, they're going to have to reshoot, but other things like the watches or something, they can digitally alter. Product placement. It wins every time. And while we're at it, if you have any products that you want Operation Babel to put in their videos, let us know. All right. So now what are we doing? <laughs> uh, we could go straight into WandaVision if you want. Oh yeah, I, t- I totally forgot we were going to talk about that for a minute. <laughs> um, so this week we decide we're actually not going to do the deep dive shit because we're recording this. What f- we watch Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like five days after we watch it. Um, I'm not going to go back and rewatch it just to talk about it. So we're not going to dot. Well. I shouldn't say that because I, sometimes I do that for some things. But I'm not going to go back and rewatch this right now because I just have way too much stuff in, in, uh, to do. So we're going to just discuss some key points and things that we think uh, we enjoyed about this episode. So do you want to start me off, Tivis? Start me off. Start us off. <laughs> that was a weird way to put it. There um. we go. Uh, holy shit. <laughs> they, uh, I kind of expected an episode like this, but I don't know if I expected it so soon. Mm-hmm. Like, just... Uh, uh, oh, man. They brought back the girl from Thor, Darcy. Yes. Who I maintain seems a lot less annoying since two broke girls is off the air. And she's a lot older now, too. Like, yeah. It's been a few years. <laughs> it's a shame they didn't bring back um the other guy who was the name eric he's uh, been in so many marvel things already though he hasn't been in anything since the uh dark world he was in um mm, maybe you're right he was in the uh insane asylum because uh loki drove him crazy yeah yeah literally i thought he was after he came back after that too for something was he not in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but I I mean, got... they, they might still bring him in. We don't know. Because, yeah, it's only episode, what, five? Four. Five. Four. Four? Five drops today for <laughs> listeners. Okay. Um, so. Uh, but I really enjoyed seeing the chaos of everyone coming back after they reversed the snap. Which... Yes. 
I hate the fact that they're sticking with the blip term because uh, it worked for Spider-Man because, you know, high schoolers. But yes, you couldn't come up with anything else for, you know, the rest of the world. I mean, this is an government agency. Yeah, it it was interesting. Um, I don't know why they just didn't keep calling it the snap because they called it the snap the entire endgame movie. You Which know. I guess only makes sense for the people who were there, but still. Yeah. Um, the thing that got me is they finally, well, in, in Spider-Man, you kind of just see it from the kid's point of view. It was kind of funny, haha, when the people got snapped back into place. This one really shows you, it's not just funny, it's like, holy fuck, like, because they snap back in the hospital and we get to see that. There's people snapping back in the beds. There's not enough space for all these, you know, patients that might have been dying, oh, yeah. might have been sick with something. The doctor's freaking out. We don't have room for all these patients. Yeah. Uh, which then led me to my same belief is, okay, so we're literally seeing everybody being snapped back into the same place, like in Spider-Man, like they showed us. What if somebody's, what if somebody's laying in that bed already? What if somebody was on a plane? There's just yeah, bodies dropping out of the fucking I mean, sky. We see what a helicopter crashing into a building yeah. in the end of uh, Infinity War. Yeah. So there had I want to see that scene. <laughs> just bodies falling randomly. <laughs> Which I heard they might touch on a little bit in Jessica Jones, but since those are so far removed, they don't really go into it. What do you mean? Uh, apparently the third season of Jessica Jones takes place after the snap and you see a little bit of society trying to no. figure stuff out. No, no, they don't reference that shit at all. That's nope. a shame. They do not. It's no, whoever told you that is a liar. <laughs> Cause that season has nothing to do with any of that shit ever. Um, cause you're, you're waiting for it. You would expect the, those to do it. To, to stay kind of even how like agents of shield would deal with some of the stuff, but Nope. Which agents apparently they wanted to end the show at infinity war and ABC's like, nah, keep bringing it back. And they're like, all right, well, we're just going to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. It's, it, they basically created a multiverse with themselves because it, it was, so, don't get me started on that shit, bro. Agents of shield. Like they literally were going through the events of infinity war. Mm -hmm. In the show, they show the, the giant ship attacking New York. And then the next season is one year later. I'm like, we should be in snap times, bro. Like, They could have even said it happened to the members of the team that are not Mockingbird and her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. They could have brought it up with them. You know, they got lucky and the team didn't but get affected. What I think they could say, possibly, and this is my thought process on it is one when they stopped the inevitable earth shattering moment in the previous mm -hmm. season that stopped Thanos's reality from coming to fruition, like him winning in their universe. So they basically changed their timeline. So in another timeline, so then I guess the movies are basically in a whole nother timeline. Now. Nah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Let's just go with it. Just go with yeah. it. 
You have that's the only way to say it. Is there when 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 they changed the future of the world being shattered in half on Agents of Shield, they but created that, that their version own version was Thanos didn't even get a chance to snap his finger because Earth was literally decimated. Right. Can you imagine he's like yeah. coming to invade to get the stones and then the planet's just destroyed? And you can't oh. find the stones anywhere. <laughs> yeah. That'd be perfect. That Loki, what if? Oh man. Any all right. Anyways, we're back to Wanda Vision. Not yeah. Not Which, how uh, Agents can, of Shield pissed me off with that one. Can I talk about the title for a second? We yeah. interrupt this program. How yeah. Perfectly. <laughs> it it oh, takes us out of the Wanda thing with the people, and we get all what's going out in the real world, and it's yeah. awesome. <laughs> Finally, some answers. Some, not all. Oh, yeah, as soon as I saw the title, I was like, oh, so this is not going to take place in that world at all, mm -hmm. like right now. Um, so uh, there's some episodes that air that we don't see because uh, they're talking about what's going on in this episode with the Wanda stuff, right? That's the assumption I got from what's going on. Is it no, a continuous all, broadcast? All that stuff that we're, we already saw is what they're mm -hmm. watching in this episode. Yeah, but it, they're like watching continuous. So I'm like, is there multiple episodes going on with that? No. You know, off screen? No. Or is they just no. on repeat? I think it's just. Excuse me. I think they're because they don't really give a time frame <laughs> for for how long. No, oh, no, they no. do. They say it's been only like a couple days or some shit like that. Yeah. Since uh, what's her name from which turns out to be the kid from Captain Marvel. Yeah. How awesome is that? Yeah. Monica Rambeau, who ends up becoming a Captain Marvel of her or well, Photon, Marvel, or... I should say Marvel, since they don't want to say Marvel. <laughs> well, that was the alien. I know that they they screwed that whole storyline up too. But that's another show. <laughs> yeah, I mean the cancer thing was heartfelt in the comics, but you really have to set that up. Yeah, it take too long for a movie. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, no. So the the sh the the stuff that they're watching is basically just what we watched in clips and stuff of it mm -hmm. that we see. Yeah, Darcy is the one who finds it. Yeah. Oh, also they bring back Jimmy Woo from Ant Man, who might be my favorite federal agent yeah. of this universe. Yeah. Uh, there's rumor or there's a uh, a uh, want from the fandom that wants um darcy and him to get together not as in a relationship but like in their own spin-off show for x-files like style x-files but as as cool as that would be and i would totally be down to watch it it wouldn't be like what people would think it would be it would be x-files ish it wouldn't if be they... as dark because these two yeah. are more humorous by nature mm -hmm. um i think it would work better if it was like some kind of shorts like maybe five to ten minutes yeah uh, videos of also, them investigating, finding out there's nothing going on, and being like, eh. "Can I tell you something, guys? I would have shit my sh drawers if they would have had uh, Mulder and Scully show up for this episode, because they own oh, X Files now. Cameos. They own X Files now, so they could have put them in there. I would have been like, "Fuck yeah, let's go with this." I don't care how many people are gonna hate it, <laughs> but I would fucking love that. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Even just, you know, as, uh, I don't know. It, 
I wouldn't have been too happy if they were playing other characters, but maybe you see them talking in the background. No, I I would want them to be their characters. Although when we last saw Mulder and Scully, like uh, Mulder was kind of like paralyzed or some shit. I don't remember exactly. Uh, give him the Xavier treatment. He's got a like he he was ju- he, something was wrong with him. I think he was like dying. I forget. I'd have to go back and watch that last season. I only saw that season once. The one that mm-hmm. they like brought back for one season, <laughs> and that was like. We're ending it on this? Like, it was ended better before, guys. Like, what are we doing? Whatever happened to that? They were supposed to do a second season. They never touched it. And now Disney owns it, so I guess they're never touching it again. They would be stupid not to use that franchise. I can see them doing one more movie. X-Files meets The Predator. Yeah. Boom. That I think that was a comic, actually. <laughs> or X-Files I... vs. Aliens or some shit like that. I'd be shocked if it wasn't, actually. That's a good crossover. Right. I mean, if you can do Batman and Aliens. Batman TMNT. I want to see that live action. That'd be cool. Have you picked that up the happen. animated movie? I watched the animated movie. It was... It was I. It was meh. It wasn't super horrible, but it wasn't great at all. <laughs> um. Anyways, we're getting off task again. Oh. Uh, Jimmy Woo was the voice we heard on the radio. I knew that voice sounded fucking familiar. Yeah. I think they distorted it enough to make people think that it was going to be like Cap or some shit. Because it sounded rough. But mm. I was like, well, that, no. Um, And the song playing is a Beach Boys song, which I like the Beach Boys over the Beatles. Yeah. Sorry, people. Uh, The... So basically, the whole episode is just these guys watching, trying to figure out what's going on. Um, yeah, sending drone after drone in, which well, is they only the sent one. We see. I think they only sent one drone in. Oh no, you see them? They're like continually launching and sending them through. Okay. Like every time we get an outside shot, there's someone sending one in. Hmm. Uh, in the beekeeper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Which dude, wasn't the be beekeeper. It's, it, it was uh, <laughs> hazmat. Do you like how his uh, safety rope turned into a jumper? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the key points that I enjoyed out of this, like, because there wasn't a whole lot of like key moments because you you basically know what they're getting ready to do with this episode. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to see them doing it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, even though you know what's coming, you're kind of like, okay, I am I think I'm ready for this. Um, I'm real curious to see where it goes from here. Because we got answers up through those first three episodes. But, I mean, we still got, what, this is a nine-episode series? So we got left? five to go. Yeah. And and the ni- the cool thing is, for me anyways, how I'm thinking of it, I'm like, they just gave us a buttload of information that we mm-hmm. didn't have starting three episodes ago. And I'm there's like, still questions left over. There's there's some questions, but then I'm Especially still like... that ending. Yeah. But I'm also like, there has to be more to this than what... Than just her being... Spoilers. Uh, just her being the Isaac bad. Isaac Yeah. 
but there has to be more to the story than just her being bad. Honestly, just because of the way they laid out the first three episodes, I feel that that was awesome. I really enjoyed that type of filmmaking, and mm-hmm. I want to see it more often, especially from a company like Marvel. I'm actually surprised at the amount of people who are like, those first three episodes are so slow. I'm like, what are you... T- Is it just because I like old television shows? Because I could just watch that without any kind of other connecting plot. Yeah. Well, I like old television. We have we discussed this the first time. I think we talked about the first two episodes. So that's one reason I liked it. But I also liked not knowing what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Like, that's... A lot of people... And I don't want to be that guy, that pretentious asshole... But a lot of people are used to movies telling them exactly what they're supposed to be thinking at this exact moment and shit. And they don't let people infer their own, you know, mind to it. Like, think about it. You're supposed to go to movies and think. Some movies you're not supposed to and some movies you are. And this is the story that you really, they they set it up for you to use your mind to, to think, to be confused, to not walk in and walk out of every episode understanding what you just watched, honestly. And, and that's why I'm really glad that they do, they just jump right into the black and white show rather than giving you this episode here up front oh, yeah. and then dropping into the first episode. And like, <laughs> the, uh, I really like the scene where Jimmy's writing on the whiteboard like, Pretty much every question we have and giving us more questions like apparently the town the uh weird magic thing wanda's doing is in a hexagon i don't know what the what's that about <laughs> mm. and it's uh an... you know is vision alive which comes into question at the end of this yeah. like holy crap that was a terrifying scene she yeah. like pictures him as his court like is she puppeteering him Right, she she has the vision, or like they, she has the vision of Vision being dead, um, but like zombie-ish, which is really it's really jarring. It's gonna scare kids. It, it did scare kids. I'll tell you that. Um, I know some adults that were probably freaked out about it too. I oh, looked at it yelled. and I was like, I want to see that vision on screen more. That's 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 what I thought. I was like, I want to see him walking around like that. Like, let's just see what she sees, you know. Um, it can like it that can scene be... right there kind of kind of dispelled any like yeah. these kids. These are shows are going to be mostly geared for kids. Like, no, they're going to put some weird yeah. shit in there. Oh yeah. Uh, this show and I'm going to say the Loki show probably are not the best for kids under the age of 10. I'll go with that. Yeah. I mean, you should know your own, you know, maturity of your children. Yeah. Uh, if you don't, you're a bad parent. Uh, but like we don't, uh, our youngest, he's seven and he doesn't watch WandaVision with us. Like he watched the first two episodes mm-hmm. and was, he kind of got a little weirded out with like the choking scene. So we were like, all right, you're good. You don't have to watch yeah. this, you know. Come back to it in a couple of years. Right. Um, but you know that that vision spot like scared the crap out of my kid, my older one. Yeah. Uh I enjoyed it. I was like, Yes. <laughs> I was like, give me more. Um and then they eventually just tell you it's Wanda. Wanda's the one behind everything. Blah blah blah. 
I don't believe that. I there has to be more. If that is it, if it's just her behind it, I'm going to be disappointed. I'll tell everyone right now. If I'll this was most likely be disappointed. Sticking to just comic Wanda, I would believe it. But mm-hmm. as this is a Disney yeah. TV show, I also believe someone is manipulating her. There has to be something else behind it. Um or maybe like pushing her in a certain direction or something. Right. And uh, what, what was it? I, um, they did kind of pinpoint when this takes place. It's mm-hmm. like uh, a week or two after uh, Captain America goes back in time. Yes. So it's still months, months away from uh, Spider-Man Peter's trip to Europe. Yeah. Which I, I thought about that. I was like, well, so this is before the Spider-Man Far From Home. So this might be able to show um, some information as to why they weren't able to contact any of the other Avengers for that movie. We'll see what they do. Um, Can I just say my favorite background character might be the security guard when um, the the girl from God, why can I not remember her name from Captain Marvel? Um, help me out here. You said it earlier. Monica. Oh, Monica. When she goes back to her work, which turns out to be, you know, sword headquarters uh, funded by her mom. Yeah. Which makes sense, you know. Uh, And he's like, if you worked here, your badge would work. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good security guy. (laughs) Wow. Um, that was another interesting one. It's like, so sword's been established this entire time. Why haven't um, we seen them ever? Because uh, we've been with Shield. Uh, I I get it why we haven't seen them, but then yeah, it it starts to raise some questions. <laughs> they should have just made it so Sword was created during the five year period. Is they, what they um, should have done. They're definitely gonna tie it into Shield, though. I mean, with Nick Fury there, they're gonna be somewhere on the books, like a, a division of them. Yeah. Um, I did notice that they did change sword from, uh, uh, Oh yeah, they did do that. What did they change? It was, they, they call it sentient weapon observation weapon response, division. observation and response division. Instead of uh sentient, I think it is a sentient world instead of weapon is what it used to be in the comics. Anyways, I, yeah. So, so uh, obviously it's kind of taking its namesake off of Captain Marvel, <laughs> the living weapon. Yeah. And but um, also that could be a reference to mutants. Mutants. Um, it could also an, indicate in humans what they might do with Wanda's kids when uh, they come back. Because I, I don't know if people know, like her kids are most likely real in this now. Because in the comics, even, she basically just made her kids. Like, you know. Was it you that passed around the theory that she might have been pregnant during the fight with Thanos during Endgame? Yes. And that this is actually from the pregnancy? Yes. I had said that. Um, Which could still possibly be it. Um, Could be. But also, in the comics, I do know know that she... Josh Whedon wanted to give a vision a penis. Joss. (laughs) Joss, Joss, Joss. I do say it correctly majority of the time. There's no H. It's Joss. I know. (laughs) (sighs) 
Oh, <laughs> I'm not doing it on purpose. I swear. We probably shouldn't say his name, anyways. We might get canned off the internet. <laughs> um, no. So, uh, uh, yeah that that could still be a possibility of her being pregnant before all of this even happened. Uh, mm-hmm. but in the comics, I do know that she just like made her kids, and that was it. So that might be what she's doing here. Um, we don't know until later that's that that will be one of the deeper secrets i think that they'll get into so we'll see what they uh what they do for it and and anyone who like goes and reads like up on the characters in the comic lore i would highly suggest holding off because well for one these kids are complicated as hell in Mm -hmm. the comics like there are so many convoluted stuff it's annoying but also you know you don't know how much they're going to take from it right you, and there's a couple different iterations, I believe, especially of Wiccan. I know he had like three different storylines, from what I recall. Um, Possibly, I kind of just I read where recall. they met in Young Avengers, so okay, uh, I'm not too far into yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, yeah, it, this could change a lot, though. They actually have the opportunity to make. This is a deep one. Okay. You don't have to go with me, people. I understand. But because this does take place before um, Spider-Man Far From Home, they could potentially erase that entire movie with this. So, there's that. Like, she is a scary, scary character in the comics. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Are we back? No, did you lose me? Yeah, I couldn't hear you oh. at all. I was saying how she's a terrifying character in the comics, and they could okay. go that route or they could not. They're being kind of wishy-washy with her powers. Yeah. Well, I, I really do feel that they could erase the Spider-Man movie if they wanted to with this because it does take place before it and they're diving into other stuff. Maybe Spider-Man Far From Home is another universe. Maybe it's not necessarily this specific one. It's another one Maybe that took place. Maybe that's how they're going to explain the Sony movies connecting. <laughs> right. Or uh, maybe they uh, you know, can not have Spider-Man be found out who he is. <laughs> or why the why the Avengers aren't there. Maybe it's because Peter Parker got blasted off to his own fucking planet. Boom. The spider planet. The World War Spider. <laughs> uh, the Hulk reference. So, yeah. I I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. Uh, again, I'm not really saying much because a lot of it is just an information dump of what was happening before. Yeah. There's just during a lot of really three. cool moments. There's some cool moments, and that's about it. Um, yeah, so I, I look forward to episode five, and I can't wait to see what they do. They could have used this, although they probably had the contracts already set before they started filming the, uh, the reintroduction of Natalie Portman, because... Uh, bring her in boss was her jane something mm-hmm. excuse me jane foster uh, since she's coming back i think it's foster right yeah i think so um they might drop her in at the end who knows 
I doubt it. I don't. I don't think they're gonna throw all their chips into one basket yet. Yeah, I'm really not expecting any other. I know there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, we're gonna see an Avenger appear." I'm like, I don't think so. No, because if they were gonna see like Cap, you would have saw Cap by now. Um, the only and what's he really gonna do? Shake a cane? Yeah, the, I can't really think of an Avenger that was connected really with Wanda. Um, uh, just an upcoming one, but mm. yeah, maybe they bring her brother back somehow. Uh, I'm really hoping that's the major reason I'm trying to avoid a lot of the cast lists is right. I don't want to know <laughs> if, if they brought her brother back and like he was actually there and it wasn't just her creating him. That would be cool, which is another reason why I kind of think She's doing what you said, like puppeteering his corpse. Otherwise, why isn't her brother there? Like, why aren't we just creating your brother too? Yeah, to be to be the uncle with holding children. Yeah, but you could have your brother there to be an uncle. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm intrigued. They got me. Uh, they got my attention. As long as this isn't what it is, and that's it. You know, if the rest of the show is just uh, them trying to figure out how to, you know, beat Wanda, I'm like, no, fuck you. Um, But as far as connection-wise to Wanda, there's no Avengers that are connected to her that are in this universe yet. No, Um, the the only one was Vic, because Hawkeye was, I mean, he barely even knew her brother, but he was more connected to him. Right. And, uh, oh, well, they might have shared stuff off screen. We don't know that. So and that yeah, might... that's true. There is a lot of off-screen time because yeah. they refuse to make comics set in this universe anymore. Right. But hey, we got Wakanda coming up. Oh yeah, there's a Wakanda just announced show or something mm-hmm. in the universe of or in the world of Wakanda or some shit like that. Yeah. They didn't really they say what it's, it's going to be. Or... Yeah. yeah, they haven't said if it's live action or animated. But hey, I'm all for these world building shows. Like I said, they they refuse to release more comics, so. What would you, whatever form. for Wakanda show, what would you want? Would you want something set in present, past, or like way past, or during the snap? Ooh, I think, I mean, I'm all for stuff during the snap. I think during the snap is the best time since especially they don't have Chadwick. Yeah, and, and then uh, the sister disappeared too, so it's kind of like a grab for power. Right, because then you could have uh, M'Baku, he was there the whole time. Mm-hmm. You could have had it showing M'Baku rising to power and becoming the king. Because I always thought it would have been cool to see M'Baku and uh, Black Pan and uh, uh, T'Challa go at it after the snap return. Because I was like, well, someone had to be running Wakanda for five years. M'Baku is probably the most prominent person to have done so. And then five years later, it's like, who the fuck are you? You you disappeared for five years and now you're coming back. And I I was here for the people. I did this for the people. I did that. Why the hell do yeah. you want the kingdom back? I had it. You know. The I thought that would be a cool storyline. It would. The only problem with that is we'll never get a resolution because Chadwick's gone. They can recast him though. The character. They could. He's but a character. As of now, they have no interest in doing right. so. Right. Eventually, they will. Eventually, they will. I, I feel that Which maybe if it's so. an animated thing, they might. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Um, 
I can't think of who to recast Chadwick with, uh, mainly yeah. because the guy that I would have cast as Black Panther has already been Killmonger, so <laughs> you can't really do that. <laughs> um, and I don't see. I I would say. Uh, oh, what's his name? The guy from Star Wars that played. Oh, um, um, oh, crap. I forget his name. Finn. But I think he would have been an okay one, but I don't know if he he's like perfect for role. John Boyega. John Boyega, yeah. I didn't even see it. I just saw his picture. And I think he came could to do me. it. I, I honestly think he could. And if Disney wanted to make up Star Wars for him, you know, here's here's a role. Yeah, talk about a guy who really got burned. He came in as a massive fan and left yeah. so disheartened. Because I don't know if people have seen, like, yeah, Star Wars was not the best of his work. I'll tell you that. He did what he could with what he had. But if you've ever seen Attack the Block, holy shit, that movie is awesome. And that's actually how J.J. hired him off of that movie, off of seeing that movie. Um, so I feel like he, he should have had a more prominent role in star Wars, but since Disney kind of screwed the pooch on that one, you know, why not give him the, uh, give him the, the big role in their MCU films. They're going to need to recast. I don't care what people say, but even in all my, uh, all the blurred groups I'm in, um, they're all talking about, yeah, you just recast him. It's the character. It's not the guy. It's the character. And that's what we need to focus on. That's what a lot of people need to focus on. It's like Wolverine is not Hugh Jackman. We can recast him. It's okay, people. Like, yeah. Oh, I heard some people talking about how they could do uh, Wolverine because, you know, Hugh Jackman has had like a cameo in. I don't, he uh, did he have some kind of weird cameo in Deadpool 2? A picture. You know, in the first one, they had his. Uh, that, that was his face in the first one. Yeah, from a magazine. The second one, I don't remember what it was. Because uh, I saw uh, some people joking around about how they could have him do one last cameo in the Deadpool 3 film and then reveal the new one because it'd be like Deadpool walks in, sees Hugh, and he's like, you're not Wolverine. And then that cuts back to him and it's the new guy. <laughs> I think I would like that. I could do that. I could see that happening. Of course, um, it's all if Hugh wants to come back. All he has to do is show up to set like one day. Come yeah. On. Let's go. Come on, Hugh Jackman. You can do it. They're buddies I anyways. Some... <laughs> I heard uh, more of the synopsis for uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon or whatever that yeah. order of that show is called. <laughs> um, it kind of makes more sense to me now. Uh, I don't know if you do you care if I say or you yeah. Still... Go ahead, man. I okay. I read some stuff, oh. so I know a little bit on it, but it uh, might be different. Yeah, it's uh the government is trying to get back their pro. They're like, we own the Captain America. Yeah. Yep. Like the title, the shield is ours. We don't care. Steve Rogers gave it to you. Yeah. So, uh, it makes a lot more sense than just no. We don't want Falcon to have it. Yeah. It's, well, I mean, if they say no, we're going to do it, they, they have to say it in those specific ways. Because if you say, no, we don't want Falcon to have it, then it's a real big issue. I mean, it's mm -hmm. still already going to be viewed as a 
semi-race issue within the show, I feel. Um, but they're, Marvel is smart enough not to... They're, they're a little more subtle with how they're going to do it, rather than if it was, you know, a yeah. CW show and they're just going to throw it in your face. Like, oh, the government's taking it because he's a black guy. No, it, the government's taking it because they want the mantle Captain Marvel or Captain America. And they want they to put it onto this did. other guy, though. That's the other issue in the the synopsis Which, is they want to put it on this other um, dude. They revealed who that other guy is, if you want me to say Yeah, it. go ahead. Uh, U.S. agent. U.S. agent, that's right. Yeah. Which looks like their subtlety within that is awesome. Like, I don't know if people just hearing that, not even watching the show, just hearing the government doesn't want you to be Captain America. They want to take their shit back and they want to give it to this other guy. There's so much to, like, dissect just within Mm. that right there that can work with so many different elements of the real world. And it's awesome. And I, I, I'm for it. I think it's going to be a better show than what some people think. Um, it's, I, for my personal choice, I think WandaVision and Loki will probably be my top two just because of the style they are. Uh, a little cra- a little out-of-the-box type thing. But this Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier show looks like it's going to be perfect like espionage war crime type show that just looks awesome something your dad would probably like you know if your dad was in the military back in the day or your grandpa you know something your yeah. grandpa could sit down and watch and get into your grandpa's not going to sit down and watch fucking wandavision after he realizes it's now a 50s sitcom so <laughs> so I just read that apparently Sword was supposed to be introduced in <laughs> Agents of Shield, but Marvel Studios told them no. Oh fuck you, Marvel! <laughs> that sucks. Uh, that would have been cool. Uh, where they leave off with some of the characters, they're oh yeah, kind of got the implication that they were working for a new agency. Well, they but were... they never explicitly said the name. Well, they were starting to do a lot more space stuff, anyways. Mm-hmm. It's like, why wouldn't you be working with Sword or developing or creating Sword? So, yeah, yeah. I'm curious. Uh, I'm not a hundred like percent with like what Sword was in the comics a lot as much as I know I Shield. Know it, you know the but... British agency side or whatever right it's like so i'm not a hundred percent on it but did uh rambo's mom actually create sword or found it find it found it Um, i guess it would make sense because she was friends with captain marvel who did that stuff but let's see i got the thing pulled up Sword was a, the head of Sword, Abigail Brand. Okay. Know who that is? Well, that's the head. That doesn't mean she founded it. But um, yeah, I, I'm just curious about it. I I really am interested to see if they do the space station that they had in the comics because I remember seeing that all the time, like just the image of the giant station outside of Earth. I was like, yes. Also, how did Thanos not destroy that? Or Thanos, however you want to say it. Thanos, Thanos. Uh, 
How did he not destroy their space station if it is there? Because there's no way they put one out in five years. <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> yeah. Also, how did how did Thanos' Thanos's army not destroy Stark's like satellites and all that shit? Like, if he knew who Stark was, you think he would have destroyed all of his tech in space that like left the the bots for spider-man or that had the hulkbuster shit in it all that stuff you know he might have just seen it as inconsequential because you know he didn't go out of his way to do anything that wasn't part of his mission yeah i can see that um that why didn't they use hulk oh i guess Founded it? what's that uh it didn't it doesn't say who founded it, just that it was an autonomous subdivision of S.H.I.E.L.D. and yeah. that they kind of broke away after Nick Fury was removed as director. Gotcha. Okay. So I guess it was just probably a separate division, but they don't say who founded it. In, in the show, yeah. they say it was her mom that founded it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just trying to get some facts straight, because I didn't think that there and- was a founder of it. Like because of her connection to Nick Fury, like I said, I really think there's going to be a reveal that's like, hey, he helped fund this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because Nick Fury was friends with her mom or knew her mom anyways after they went afterwards. to space. <laughs> yeah. They went to space together. He got attacked by a cat alien. Oh, don't fucking fuck off with that, man. Come on. Ah. No, he did not get attacked by a cat alien. That's not where that scar came from. His his wife abused him or something. <laughs> then the cat threw up on his desk because cats are assholes. Are I we... own one or not own. We we have one living with us. Hmm. <laughs> Are we ever going to get to see Nick Fury's kid? You think? Oh, Junior? Ooh. Or is it the clone? I would think so. No, it's definitely it's his kid. He abandons it. Him. He abandons him. <laughs> so it's Killmonger 2.0. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Eh, his kid's kind of an asshole. Yeah, he is. Um, okay, so, wow, there's a lot of shit. That's a lot of stuff. Do you have anything else on WandaVision season, or episode four? I was going to say season four. <laughs> the weights are killing me. <laughs> oh, the weak weight? Yeah. It's a, it's a rough wait time. It's definitely a rough wait time. Um... See, episode five, I'm guessing, is going to jump right back into the TV world. Yeah. I wonder I if they're going to do parallels. Well, I could see them doing the TV up until episode eight, and then we go back out, and then like a two-part finale where the two merge. Well, Kind of similar to how they do Mandalorian. There's only nine episodes, so it'd be episode seven is the last TV episode, and then two outside of it. Yeah, that's what. I, so episode eight will jump back out. Okay, eight and nine, yeah. Or shit's probably hitting the fan on both sides. Yeah, it'll be. I'm curious to see how they work it. 
My cat sounds like it's dying out in the hallway. <laughs> All right, so um, let's move on then to... Snyder Cut got a release date. Snyder Cut is the March, March what? It's March, 18th. right? 18th. Awesome. Where they will then torture people in theaters for four hours. I just got a big for middle finger. Audio for listeners, you. Mike is flipping me <laughs> off. <laughs> um I I will most likely, if it's in my theaters, go and see it in theaters. Uh just so I just sit down and actually watch straight the whole thing. Uh four hours isn't bad. I mean, they're three and a half, yeah. three forty five movies, so and look. Like, if I can sit down and watch two movies back-to-back, that's basically a four-hour film, too, sometimes. Uh, And people do go and watch the Avenger movies, like 17 of them, all at once, so fuck off. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. (laughs) Or, like, 20... There's 23 movies now, so... Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I, I will watch it. I will enjoy it. And then I'll most likely have to watch it again at home, spot by spot. So I'm assuming you're going to the theaters to watch it too, right, Timis? Oh, God, no. <laughs> I will be so thankful for a pause button. <laughs> but even, even if there wasn't a pandemic going on and they gave me this option to watch it, this is the one movie I would absolutely watch at home. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I um I was surprised when he finally came out and said, yes, it's going to be a four hour film. We're not breaking it into a show, which I mean, if you're watching it at home, you can still break it into one hour parts, which is but, my plan. Right. Or maybe which, hour and a half. I, f- I feel lots of people are going to do that anyways. But for me, I just want to get it done and over. Otherwise, you know, some people are going to take Rip the bandaid off. Yeah. And I don't want to have to watch stop wait a week and then watch again and then have a whole nother week to think about what i just saw with it because you know it's not meant to be a tv show it's meant to be a movie um yeah so i'm excited to watch it i i'm curious i didn't know know... i was a snyder person too which is weird (laughs) (laughs) i'm curious if this is supposed to be both justice league films because you know originally it was supposed to be Justice League Part 1 and Part 2. Right, right. So I'm curious, is there going to be a natural break where you could have split it into two and he just decided not to? Maybe. Ooh, what if in the theaters they give you, like, an intermission after two hours and then it's the second part? Now's your chance to run. Flashes on screen. Because <laughs> they, they do it with uh when you – who was it? Uh, Rodriguez and – was it Tarantino when that did uh, Death Proof, and uh, the other one, the Grindhouse double feature? They actually gave you a legit intermission between the two. So if they gave you an intermission, well, it was supposed to feel like a drive-in, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. That that was the style of that, but it was still two movies. Oh, God, what a drive-in's gonna do if they get can use the? Oh, well, it's still cold out. They're not gonna be well. There's some in the south. Drive-in's a four-hour, four-hour movie in the drive-in? Yeah. 
Yeah, they normally show two movies though. That would be way over like time on one. Mm. Unless you want to be there till like three, four in the morning. Well Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been to a drive in in a while to see like how they line it up or anything. But usually they yeah, you know they have like a screen on one side and a screen on the other side. Yeah. Because I know yeah. one year ours tried to do three movies mm. at a time, and uh, it didn't work out too well. Three movies at a time, like yeah, holy shit, on two screens or one screen or like, yeah, on both, both. Because I I went that year. It was uh, Riddick, the the last one, which was awesome. Uh-huh. Um. I think Kick-Ass 2, and then I forget the third one we left during Kick-Ass 2. <laughs> Not because I didn't enjoy it, because Donald Faison is awesome, but because we were tired. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I haven't been to a drive-in since I lived in Ohio, actually. So, yeah. Boo-hoo. Uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to see it, just to watch it and finally get it done and over with and get it out of my system. And my, uh, my curiosity forward. and love of the characters has me interested, but yeah, my well, expectations are low. A lot of people just don't like what he did with Superman uh, in yeah. general, like his Batman from Batman V Superman. People enjoyed that. It was Superman that they didn't really enjoy. I heard an interview with him, which by the way, I really hate when he calls it the Snyder cut because you are Snyder. Just say my version. Um, But he talks about how Superman has to earn the blue. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. But he was supposed to have done that as a teenager. Yeah. It was... uh, His version had his dad, like, very... Uh, Pa Kent was very um, stupid. stupid. Yeah. Very hey, stupid. I'm going like, to go save this dog from a tornado coming at us when you could have easily just ran over there and no one would notice a difference because there's a giant tornado. Right. Like, if they did see you, you'd be like, who the fuck cares? Tell them the tornado pulled you in <laughs> real fast. And his mom is no different in the sequel. Like, they're trying to create, like, a fucking evil version of him. They're horrible parents in this one. <laughs> Well, in um, I don't know. I don't have much to say on that. I enjoyed them, but I also well, Man of Steel. I didn't enjoy a whole lot. I will say that there was a lot. There was a lot of dumb shit going on in that movie that just didn't tonally go with the character that I liked. Um, also, my kid fell asleep in that movie, and it's a Superman movie, and he loved Superman at the time. Oh, that's so, not good. That says a lot. Um, and that was in theaters too. Yeah, if if a kid who loves Superman falls asleep in theaters to a Superman movie, might have some issues with your movie. Uh, Warner Brothers probably should fix that. <laughs> now, if he did like the um Red Sun version, perfectly fine. Do that. That's what you should give Snyder. Give him like a multiverse Injustice. bad Superman or some shit. Yeah. Do some do some cool shit like that. 
Yeah. But, uh, I think after Sn- the Snyder Cut drops, I feel he's phasing out from Warner Brothers. And then, Maybe. He kind of keeps going back and forth. <laughs> yeah. And then I think once his zombie <laughs> flick drops on Netflix, I I feel Netflix might lock him in for like a deal to do X amount of movies for them for so long. Zombies. Yeah, or ju- yeah, just continue his zombie universe because he did a uh, Dawn of the Dead remake uh, years ago, and it was actually really good. I mean, it was almost shot for shot the original, but it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. It was a, a nice updated version. Yeah, and then I, I'm not sure if he did Land of the Dead, but I know Land of the Dead was like a sequel to Dawn of the Dead almost, or it was supposed to be with John Leguizamo. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, it's uh, R- Romero. Romero did that one, really. Yeah. Okay. 2005. All right. Um, I enjoyed that one too. I always looked at it as a sequel to the Dawn of the Dead that Snyder did. So, um, but if Romero did it, it's still the same fucking person who created the shit anyway. <laughs> I suppose you could go from either. Yeah. Since it's pretty similar and around the same, you know, year. Yeah. And then um I wouldn't mind seeing him do a 300 TV show. Cuz his yeah. 300 movie was pretty dope. I Did you see the sequel? I haven't. I have the sequel. I have yet to watch it. I'm kind of worried cuz I'm like I don't I don't know. <laughs> I actually I like the care I like the actors in the first one and I like the characters. Um, I don't know how much of that carries over because of course you know Leonidas is dead in the second one clearly. I don't know how much the second one follows the comics either because right. again he's really good at transplanting things into new versions. Well, he didn't do the second one, did he? No. Yeah. So. He he just did the first one. And Rise I really, Empire. I was really surprised when I first heard about that film and they were like, yeah, we shot it in a warehouse on a green screen and that's it. I was like, fuck, I could do that. <laughs> give me some, give me some of the CG budget and I could go do that. So it says it was produced by Zack Snyder, but that just could be because he's, you know, he did had the first some ideas one. he left over. Well, he did but, the uh, first one. That's why. Uh, Noam Murrow. Okay. I don't know who that is. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Noah. Noah, right? Noam, maybe. N-O-A-M. Nom. Noam. Sorry. I don't know how to pronounce your name, and I don't know who you are. He's only done three things. Smart People, Rise of the Empire, and Watership Down. Haven't seen any of them. Rise of the Empire is 300 Rise of the Empire, though. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do have that. I just have not watched it. I got it to continue my set of 300 <laughs> um but i i, I'll, I, should I will watch, watch it. it eventually maybe we should do that we should watch them back to back the first two back to back and then discuss them that'd be pretty yeah. fun um, i like that and i also like the parody meet the spartans yeah oh uh speaking of talking about movies back to back a few weeks ago we pulled together 60 movies to talk about and we were gonna pick yes. from them um, we're postponing that right now until further notice. Uh, so we might. This is news to me, people. So we might um, 
until I figure out what we're going to do with it exactly right now. Yeah. So, uh, we'll we'll work around that, and then we'll uh, do some other fun shit. So yeah, um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Go watch it in theaters. Uh, what day? What day is it on? March. 18th. March eighteenth, twenty twenty one. March eighteenth. Go to your theaters. Uh, another <laughs> series I might watch consecutively because I haven't seen. Uh, the third one is a uh, uh, Cloverfield. I have no interest in those ones. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I enjoyed the first one. The second one, the the Cloverfield Lane, uh, obviously wasn't meant to be part of it, but I loved the fact that they were doing an anthology with the series. Yeah. I haven't seen the third one. What's the third one? It's a paradox. It was that Netflix exclusive that. Okay. Cloverfield I guess, Lane directly into the first movie at least. Cloverfield Lane, the one with John Goodman. Yes. Okay. I didn't watch um, any of them because I saw them. And that I was one like, is I really fun. Watch this shit. <laughs> but uh, they just announced they're doing a direct sequel to the first one and giving up on the anthology after only three attempts. Makes sense, I guess. So. It makes me sad, but yeah. Um, there's a. F- series i want to start but i don't know uh i forgot what it was called now (laughs) i wrote it down too and i didn't bring it up with me um so yeah that's the thing there are several movies i want to get to watching too uh uh, one is called not zilla on amazon because it looks freaking stupid and it looks like it's something i would watch hilarious is i was browsing amazon prime to see what was on there mm-hmm. i was going through the sci-fi and it was in there for some reason yeah and it was like okay that sounds hilarious i got a buddy who's really into godzilla so i'll let him know about this and then a couple hours later you send me the trailer for it <laughs> yeah i was going through prime and just looking at some stuff um and then they have psycho gorman or psycho gore man i guess I can't tell if it's a kids movie or what. Um, the the visuals kind of remind me of Knights of Bad Astum. Oh, I lost Tivis. I think. No, I'm here. I just okay. scared the hell out of myself. All right, yeah. Uh, but no, if you ever, if anyone ever has a chance to go and watch the trailer for Psycho Gorman, watch that and tell me what you think. Maybe I'm just like too much of a dad now. I don't know, but it looks kind of fun. Uh, it's a it's a movie based on like a demon. PG Psycho Gorman. Uh, probably. Oh, okay. Yes. It just says it goes Psycho by Gorman. Both, apparently. Oh yeah, PG because Psycho and Gorman, P and then G. Um, the Canadian sign. Science, fantasy, horror, comedy. Yeah, it says that, but when you watch the trailer, it looks like a family movie. Really? Yeah. That's why it so confuses me, because I was like, well, it says horror. What? Wait, what? Is this? So, I couldn't tell. Um, It's a movie about, like, this Psycho Gorman, I guess, uh, as a demon-type warrior. But if you have this thing, you control him. So 
this little girl pulls it out and she now controls him. Tells him he can't kill anybody. He can't do anything unless she says to. She like tells him to stand still. Like stand here and wait for us till we come back tomorrow. But he can still talk. He can still be himself. He just can't do anything. So he's like, I'm going to kill you and eat your soul or some shit like that. And then like uh, she introduces him to her parents, I believe it is. And uh, she's like, don't worry. He's not going to hurt you. He's like, be scared. Be very scared. I'm going to crush your bones. And I was Uh, like, what is this? I don't know if you ever watched the Groom Adventures of Billy and Mandy, but it kind of reminds me of that concept a little bit, yeah, just taking yeah. it a little more extreme. Yeah, with uh, death. Yeah. Totally. I guess it uh, premiered on Shudder. Yeah, it premiered on Shudder. Um, it's on Amazon Prime to rent, I believe. Uh, oh, it's got some good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Does it? That's... 90% fresh. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because it's Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> to normal people it's good (laughs) again i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing because it's rotten tomatoes i know people that review for rotten tomatoes i don't know if i trust their opinions all the time (laughs) anyway um oh this person only gave it a 23 oh no wait that's breach that's an entirely different movie never mind i'm looking at the wrong section of the website I don't know how to use Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) So, I know we talked loosely about um, TMNT, The Last Ronin. Yeah. uh, The comic. The second issue comes out this month. I believe it comes out on the 14th of February. I believe that's the day it comes out. That's quite a delay. Yeah, they really delayed it. Um, I'm not sure why. I think because there was such uh, an interest in the first issue, they re- they had to do second and third um, prints of the first issue. And then doing so then pushes the second issue back. Which is rare, by the way. Yes. It's very rare for anything to get uh, third printing. Like, second is uncommon alone. I'm not sure. Third is well, I'm not sure if really- it- Really big selling. I'm not sure if they ended up doing the third printing, but I know there was talks of it. But I know for sure they got a second printing. With um, how popular the that franchise is and mm-hmm. how much people were talking about this, I can honestly believe. Yeah. I do kind of want to spoil it, the first issue, if people are okay with it. Um, Finally, because it's been so long, I figure I can finally spoil it, maybe, if you're cool with it. Are you cool with that? I'm fine. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> okay. Cause I read well, at least not right now, right? Maybe in the future, but well, I read the first issue a couple months back and I've read, reread it uh, the other day. And both times I read it when you get to that last page, cause they go through the whole issue, issue one and spoilers for Ronin episode or uh, episode uh, issue one, the last Ronin TMNT issue one. If you don't want to know, who the turtle is left just pause for like 20 minutes or 10 minutes or so or skip ahead um don't don't pause skip ahead skip ahead yeah don't pause, if you pause then, you're not gonna go yeah. any further 
Um, what's that beeping noise? Uh, so I both times I read it. Not your fire alarm is it? I hope not. Uh, the um, the end reveals which turtle is still alive, and that is doing all the fighting. Who is the last Ronin? And that reveal sent chills down my spine and everything. It's it's the first time I've had that since in reading a comic book in a very 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 long time. I'll say, um, might be like that to to that degree probably ever but i have had chills reading some comic books before i mean if you read books if people actually read out there in the world uh you do get these weird feelings sometimes when things are just like whoa um the goosebumps if you will and not necessarily the books but you get sometimes you get goosebumps so they revealed in there it's like the last words is saying it's Mikey. And it was just saying that gave me shivers (laughs) for some reason. But it was really cool because that's who, one, I wanted it to be the whole time. Um, And I kept myself from finding out online. Somehow I kept myself from finding out online. I don't know how. Uh, But another cool, really cool thing about it is with him being the last Ronin, and, um, oh shit, hold on a sec. I want to get all the, the names right for the authors. Cause I believe it was Kevin Eastman and uh, Peter Laird that did this one, but two others were on it. Okay. So Kevin Eastman, and Peter Laird, uh, who are the original creators of TMNT, of course. Uh, but then Tom Waltz and... Isoy Escorza uh, as an artist um, and Isaac Escorza as an artist as well. Those are the creators of this. But the only two names I really care about are Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird because that being Mikey, being the last turtle, is awesome because the very, 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 very first fucking turtle that uh, Kevin Eastman drew was... Mikey was a turtle with nunchucks. Makes sense. So I was like, I wonder if that was their thought process going into making this book, or if that's just me being like over knowledgeable on the product <laughs> and I'm reading sure it's a into bit it. Of, you know, column A and bit of column B. Yeah. So I thought that I, was really cool. He's also um, what the only one who's ambidextrous. Ambidextrous on the team. Yeah. 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 So. It's it's uh I'm troubled with words. It's all good. So I, I, I wanted to share that with everybody and let people know to check that series out. Um if you haven't, definitely get the first issue and then check out the second issue because it it's probably gonna be a really good series. And if the first issue's any indication, the second issue's probably gonna sell out real fast too. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Either that or people just rushed out to buy the first issue because they wanted to know who the turtle was left. Um, so, yeah. I think that's all I have for all of that. Uh, and, you know, I, uh, I'm i not a big turtle guy, mm-hmm. but the story really, really uh, kind of 
interests me. So I might wait for the trade mm-hmm. and uh, read it all in once. Yeah. So I, it, it, if you haven't heard anything about it, uh, look it up. Like it sounds really cool. Yeah. And, uh, and it's only fi- it's only going to be a five issue series. So granted, the first issue came out months ago, <laughs> but but we're okay with that <laughs> as long as the product is good. And uh, I'm going to shill for my buddy here, not being paid by it, but uh, he has started a online comic buying mm-hmm. thing to help people called Comic Shopping Experience. So uh, if you're buying you know, books online, you want the physical book, not the digital, mm-hmm. uh, consider checking them out. Uh, he owned a comic book store that went under like a year. He, like his final month was going to be March and that got cut short by the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so he's been doing online ever since, and he's been working with a bunch of big names in the industry to set this up. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so say it again, one more time for everybody. Where can they comic comic shopping experience or the EXP for short EXP. All right. And it's just comic shopping experience.com or just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. The website uh, just launched. It's kind of bare right now, but he has a sign up uh, list for mailing and stuff for mm. comics. So awesome. Uh, you know, you gotta try his name's Kyle. He's real cool. Spend your money on that. And not on cameo people. comics need love too and we all need to read sometimes Uh, and and reading Facebook is not Um, yeah I guess so we should just shill ourselves then real quick Uh, if you like what we're doing guys join us on Patreon at operationbabble.com or no wait fuck I fucked it up at patreon.com slash operationbabble we have three tiers going on right now two a five and a ten dollar one um, we're, we know there's nothing on there yet. We are we're literally going to start filming there. stuff and putting stuff up there. Yep. Uh, or recording. Might not be video all the time. And I just added on to our $2 tier that for my backdrops that I utilize during the shows and stuff, I'm uploading them. So if you want to use them as your backdrops, if they're work that I can do, like this Venus de Milo one that I am using right now, unfortunately, I cannot do that with because I do not own this and I don't know the artist to give them credit. So if you know the artist who drew this, uh, please shout them out in the comments or something. Um, if you're watching the video, of course. Uh, other than that, contact us. Or if you can imagine oh. it in your brain, go ahead and shout one out. Maybe Michael gets some interesting art out of it. Yeah. Uh, I am going to try and get more original artwork behind me so that I can do more of giving people stuff. I dropped my Thanksgiving and my Christmas backdrops on the tier one place. So it's only two bucks a month and you get all my backdrops that I'm able to put on there. Uh, shout out in every episode, I believe I put and a bunch of other stuff. I don't even remember everything that's on just the tier one. Um, and tier two opens up everything in the same tier, except then you get like our extra content, like video content, 
if we want to like come up with something, say Tivis just saw an episode of Doctor Who and wants to, you know, go on about talking about it real quick, you might get a clip of that. If I just watch something, I might do the same thing. Um, so yeah, and then tier three, which is the ten dollar tier. I don't even remember what's in that one. Um, I always have to go and look, but you get everything else plus bonus content. It's it's a lot more bonus content with that one for sure. Uh, I can't even look at it because their mobile app is still fucking broken where I can't scroll down. <laughs> but if you do want to, you can go on there. You don't even, if you don't want to do like a monthly thing and just want to do like a, here's a quick donation. That's perfectly yeah. fine too. We we enjoy it. It's something that helps keep our mics on, and that's basically the main point of it. We also want to use this as a way to uh, get stuff that you guys like, things you specifically want to hear from us that you know we don't normally do in the meantime. Uh, please let us know. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be doing some, you know, throw it at the wall stuff, pilot type stuff. If you enjoy it, let me know. I'll do more of it. Yeah, but. Can might they, not be very consistent for a while. And they can comment on our videos through Patreon, correct? Is is that an option? I believe that's an option. Yes. Yeah, once they're posted. Yeah, once the videos yeah. are posted. Okay, awesome. And then, of course, if you have anything that you want to see on the normal show um, as our normal listeners and stuff, let us know in the comments. Let us know on uh, the, the audio comments, the video comments, or email us, like we said earlier, at operationbabble at outlook.com. Um, Sorry. Oh, you're good. I was trying to remember what I was saying. Screw y'all. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, all the social medias, Operation Babble at Facebook, Twitter. Uh, and like us, follow us. We're just on Facebook and Twitter. We don't have an Instagram account yet. No, I think you just go through yours. Yeah, so I just follow Mike my... on Instagram. Yeah, so follow me, Mike Shrews, on Instagram and Twitter. And YouTube is where the videos drop. If you have never seen the video of Operation Babel, I believe you can just go to YouTube and type in Operation Babel, and it should take you directly to a whole playlist on my page. And if you want, subscribe there because that would be awesome. Um, yeah, and that's enough shilling. I have one last thing. If if you don't have any more to shill. Tivis, I have one last thing because I hate just shilling and then ending the show. It, it's stupid. Oh. Um, no shilling, but Black Lightning returns on Monday. Black. Uh, just to let everyone know, and I'm excited for the final season. Yeah, uh, sad, but you know. Yeah, it's the uh, final season. And then they're doing a spinoff where most of the characters are going to another show. Correct? Are they? I have not heard this. That's what I had heard. They're doing a spinoff for one of the characters. And I'm assuming several of the other characters will be joining over on that show. Oh, painkiller. Yeah. That's my least interesting character. <laughs> All right, well, whatever. As long as there's more, I guess. Right. Um, And then lastly, I have, I just had a question, really. So we saw Wonder Woman recently. <laughs> uh, Wonder Brothers is really pushing it to be an Oscar contender. In almost every, oh, yeah, they are. every category. I'm curious. I'm curious on your thoughts on this. If Marvel would have dropped Black Widow last year in 2020, do you think that that would have had a chance to become Marvel's MCU Oscar winning movie? With just what we've seen, of course. Because okay. if, if Wonder Woman's being pushed... 
I, I don't know all the other Oscar nominations this year and shit like that. I don't really care. I'm just talking comic oh. book Oscar worthy. I was going to look them up. <laughs> um, so let me preface this. If you didn't hear that episode that I, I did enjoy Wonder Woman. It's obviously flawed. It's yeah not a great film, but I enjoyed it for the campiness that it is. Uh, I absolutely believe with the quality Marvel movies that they put out that they could have easily beat wonder woman especially this year when there's not a lot of competition yeah do you think then that warner brothers if successful anyways tries to push the snyder cut for the oscars and that's why they're putting it in theaters no doubt i think that's one of the main reasons they're putting that in theaters is so they can try to push Mm -hmm. that because most of Warner Brothers stuff is going to both theaters and streaming. And they're looking like the only company that's going to theaters, really. Yeah, what is it? Uh, Universal has that deal with AMC, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Yeah. But also because the Snyder Cut will now be classified as a film and not a short series, it can run for best picture or some shit like that, which I don't think it'll ever get best picture, but it might get a couple things here and there, depending on what they do. Now that you say that, I honestly believe that's why he chose not to cut it up, but I could see them down the line being like, okay, there's the movie version, but now we're going to do the part, you know, we're going to cut it into two or three parts. Oh yeah. Um, Tarantino did that with uh, the, is it the Hateful Eight? I believe it was the Western. It was a really yeah, long one. Yeah. And on Netflix, they cut it in each chapter is a, an episode basically. Now, uh, you can watch it as one whole thing or individually, which I guess individually might work, especially for for fat, uh, shorter time periods that you have open. I ended up watching that whole thing once in a row, and I was just like, "This is too much." <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, but I'm also like, I guess I'm kind of, I like Tarantino's work, but I'm not like a Tarantino stan or anything like that, you know? So there, I, I don't like think there's any Bill director. Bill. There's only like a couple directors where I've seen all of their work just based on them directing it. You mean you're not a stan until his Star Trek movie comes out? I will probably be a hater because he'll probably piss me off with it. <laughs> If he does a Star Trek movie, it needs to be like 100% Klingon based. I'm curious how, like, he's obviously a fan. Because mm-hmm. that's the only franchise thing that he's ever said he wanted to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, if I he ever... it might be fun to talk to him about it. He, he knows he would never be able to do a Star Wars film with his style. So Star Trek, you could actually get away with doing some of that stuff. Um, and I think CBS would actually allow it too, especially after season discovery season one. Yeah. Where you get to see actual Klingon beast sex shit. (laughs) The only problem is, is that if it's a movie, they have to get the other half of the licenses approval. Right. Until they finally come together. Who knows? Um, yeah, it's a tough one. I um, 
I don't know if I want him to do. I wouldn't want him to do a Star Trek movie taking place with Starfleet, if that makes sense. I know you're not like a big Trekkie person or anything, but like, I know what Starfleet is. Uh, well, I know that, but like, well, okay, I didn't <laughs> actually. I was just trying to be basic. <laughs> um, but like, there's so there many be some who don't. There's so many storylines that I think would be really cool for a Tarantino film. But then there's also like a Mandalorian type thing where it's very small scale that you could do. Yeah. A war on another planet that Starfleet, that there's no spaceships ever. It's, you could be on the fucking Western planet that they have in the original series and shit. And he could, his movies could have taken place in the Star Trek universe, universe for all we know. You don't know. There you go. That's all he has to say. At the end of Hateful Eight, add the Enterprise coming down and taking whoever's left. (laughs) (laughs) Django gets freed because Captain Kirk helped him out. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, I'm interested if they ever get that done. I highly doubt they're going to get that done, unfortunately. But it'd be kind of cool. I, I'm always for seeing some of these bigger directors jump. Not bigger directors. Some of these more pro, uh, not prominent. What's the word? Distinct. Eccentric. Eccentric. <laughs> distinct. Yeah. Directors that have their own style and it won't necessarily mesh perfectly with the franchise. And sometimes I feel that's what these franchises need. Like, look at what the Russo brothers did with the MCU when they did uh, Winter Soldier. They, yeah, and they, they became big doing a TV in yeah. the community. They did, uh, was it Community? No, they did... Um... No, uh, Community, the paintball episode, was the one that drew the attention for okay. Avengers. Okay. Um, I mean, they've done other stuff. Yeah. Just... <laughs> but then, of course, by the end of their MCU run, they kind of just morphed back into what MCU fucking is. And at, at that point, though, I think it's because Endgame was such a high-scale risk movie for Marvel. They wanted yeah. to have more control, which kind of sucked, honestly. You, know, you could tell where there's things shoehorned in there. Like Marvel's like, hey, remember, remember 10 years ago when this franchise started? Here's a clip from that movie. Here's another clip. Oh, but our new, our old heroes are in that I, clip too. I do feel <laughs> kind of bad for the brothers because I can't imagine the stress level trying to come up with that. Right. They even talked about like we were throwing out. We were going to bring in every character from everything ever: the agents, yeah. Agent Carter, the Defenders, and we're like, we just looked at it. We can't. It's too much. <laughs> yeah. They could have brought the defenders in, but it, it kind of would have been like, yeah, I don't know. Because, I mean, the fucking Howard the Duck was there. Come on. Like, we're not going and getting the bulletproof man or the girl who can literally rip your arms off. Really? Or the guy who can punch the shit out of you who's, like, tiny as a twig? <laughs> he could have knocked Thanos I- out. Thanos. Thanos. Thanos, Thanos. What, or how did Ted Cruz say it? Th- Thanos or some shit. Was that an Arnold impression? I don't know. <laughs> he was he was talking about Thanos, Than, Thanos, 
but he he like said it almost he he said like Thanos, and then later he said like to Thanos or something. I don't even fucking remember what it was. I don't know. Uh, what's his um? Oh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, dude. Uh, oh, uh, James Gunn. James Gunn was making fun of him for it. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But that's all I got, man. You got anything else for me today? Nah, the Black Lightning was the last thing I... Oh, actually, yes. Ooh. There is one more thing. I don't know if... You... Well, two things, actually. Oh. I don't know if you heard uh, in Texas, uh, they accidentally sent out a... Uh... I didn't open a link for it. They accidentally sent out a... Oh, here it is. A Amber Alert that was only meant to be for a test. Mm-hmm. The description was for uh, five-year-old Glenn Ray, who has been abducted by Chucky, the 28-year-old, three-foot-one, 16-pound, red-hair, blue-eyed doll, known to be wearing blue denim and carrying a kitchen knife. But wait, so wait, the child's name was Glenn Ray? The, his kid from the movies. That wasn't the kid's name. Charles Lee Ray was who Chucky was. Yeah, Glenn Ray was his uh, kid from Seed, wasn't it? Glenn and Glenda. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So the authorities accidentally sent out an Amber Alert for uh, movie Killer Doll. Nice. Well, and, technically, uh, other... technically, that kid is alive. Just so we're, s- <laughs> he's not in the doll body anymore. True, true. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, we've been watching the behind-the-scenes thing for Mandalorian because mm-hmm. I didn't watch it when it first aired, and there was something I heard on there about uh, Pedro Pascal. You know. He mostly did the voice and uh, showed up when they took the helmet off. There was actually two actors who portrayed him. One who was the fire uh, Western style and the other one was martial arts. Mm -hmm. So one day he showed up for the finale, was rehearsing his unmasked scene, left the makeup trailer, stepped on a plank of wood and it smacked him in the face. So when you see him all damaged in that finale, he's actually got seven <laughs> stitches in his face. Cause <laughs> that bloody. that's fucking hilarious. Was that, that's for the finale of the first season. Yeah. When we yeah. first see him. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a good thing. He's beat up in that scene. Then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. Oh shit! Uh, damn it! I forgot all of all all this this whole time, um, about my movie quote. So, I'm just going to make it up. How did you enjoy the show, Tivis? I liked it. All right. Clearly, you are only you are an only child. Otherwise, you would know that our dear siblings are the ones most predisposed to betray us. Said by Alice from Batwoman. Have a good day, everybody. Peace. Bye.
I tried to hold it in so long. You just finished another great episode of Operation Babel. You can catch every episode of Operation Babel on all your audio streaming services, including SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and more. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Operation Babel. And join the conversation today by searching for the Operation Babel group on Facebook. Links also in the description. Thanks and have a great day.